Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to the Claimed Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host, and let me tell you a little bit about myself if you're new to the podcast. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach, and I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract and keep committed masculine men or women who are already in relationships but want to change that feminine masculine polarity in their relationship. claimed podcast listeners we have a really really special episode today as i say this every single time i do an episode but no this is super special because for the first time yeah i think for the first time ever we actually have three other women joining us today i've had two other women before but no i haven't had a foursome on this podcast that's a first and so we're having a foursome today with three beautiful women that are a part of our claimed group coaching program that, you know, I run. And so I decided to invite them and to kind of do a shout out and say, who wants to come and share your experience with us in the program? Because we're like, we're so excited about this. And I know all three of you ladies. So Alex, Andrea and Bonnie are joining us today from kind of all over the place in the US to just share their stories with us. And again, I very much appreciate your time, your energy. I know you have your drink ready to go you know cosmos and wine (laughs) so we're gonna have a girls night and we're just gonna chat about you know why'd you sign up for the program what has been your experience what are your results and why you'd recommend every other woman you know who's listening to this to join so with this uh short introduction let's start with just going around the circle and introducing yourself you know tell us who you are where you're from and yeah why you're here why did you decide to do this so I'm going to have to name you. And so we go in circles. Let's start with Andrea. So Andrea, where are you from? Why are you here? Awesome. Well, hey, everyone. Um, I'm Andrea. I am from Las Vegas, Nevada in the United States. Super fun city to live in. And I will never forget my discovery call with you. <laughs> really? Okay, remember. let's get into that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, well, it first started when I filled out your questionnaire. And I was like, it really had me like do some introspection on, you know, where I was at and where I was coming from and everything I heard just resonated with me. And I remember on our call, I said, you talk about this feminine energy and what it is to be a woman. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't know what my role is as a woman. I was like, I tell my friends this and my mom this. I'm like, I'm supposed to be tough and compete and successful and be this executive. But yet I'm supposed to be soft and like some homemaker. I was like, I just, I'm confused. (laughs) So I really, you know, through our discussion, um, you had said that you made me feel normal. Like I wasn't the only woman sitting in this space. And after having been married and going through a divorce and dating around where I was dating and attracting some amazing men, but men that just never, I haven't been able to 
be in a committed relationship. So I felt like something was wrong with me. What's wrong? What's what's going on here? And that's really why I joined the program was to be in this supportive group of amazing women and have you guiding and coaching us. Um, and it's really awesome. I won't get into it yet, but I don't feel so confused. I feel normal <laughs> and it's amazing. So very, very happy to be a part of the group. Oh, amazing. Thanks so much, Andrew. I also remember our discovery call and, um, <laughs> you know, you, you just sign, you know, a lot of women sign up for this based on like a, a feeling, a sensation that this is right. They resonate. Obviously, there's a journey, right? And we'll talk a little bit about how you find about my work and then, of course, the webinar, you know, and what you share, mm -hmm. Andrea, is something that I hear in every single discovery call. Now, by the way, the discovery calls are done by an amazing team of mine that mm -hmm. have come on board because I can't do them anymore. And so this question of like what's wrong with me you know is on the mind of so many women out there and that's why I'm like hello there's a solution to this you know you don't have to struggle you don't have to you don't have to be confused there's a way to do it obviously it's just one way of doing it but it in my experience it has worked for me and I can see that it's working for a lot of women out there like you and so you're definitely not alone you know in terms of <laughs> asking this question and there is an answer to that and I'm happy to hear that you feel less confused I know Still, that there's so many other questions, and we're exploring this day in and day out in the program. But yeah, super, super happy that you've joined us. And of course, we'll talk more about your experience. So thanks so much, Andrea. All right, let's move on Thank to you. Bonnie. Bonnie, where are you in the world, in the US, and why are you here? <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name's Bonnie. I live in San Diego. And I have a fan on me right now because it's a little toasty. So I'm not doing this for dramatic effect if my hair is moving. Um, but I'm here on this call with you because when Anna brought up this idea of a roundtable on her podcast, I was excited and I wanted to do it. But I was also very nervous because it is being more vulnerable and sharing with more than just the people in our group. But I decided to step out of my comfort zone, everything that I've been learning in the program and the changes that I've been going through as far as my embracing my femininity and how I interact with men and women. So I just know how valuable this is and I want to contribute the way any way that I can. So. Oh, beautiful. Thanks so much, Bonnie. Yeah, it, it is It is a super vulnerable space, you know, and it takes courage to get out there. Not, I mean, some women in the program are not even, I mean, they're taking little steps to just share in our group. You know, it's a private group of all the women who are in the program. And for you to step up and, and kind of say, you know what, like, you know, I'm just going to share. That's vulnerable and very courageous. And you, you're making certain steps towards embracing who you are, right? Because we're all about... Feminine embodiment and the work that we do is all about, you know, getting the truth of who you are. And so the more we are able to drop into that and open up, the less we are, you know, in that wall. And so I always talk about in the program, the antidote to shame is vulnerability. And so that's an act. So you're, you're in the program. You're doing the work by being on this call, you know. So you're, you're yeah. doing the work. That's all part of the process. So I'm super grateful. Thanks, Bonnie. And now we move on to Alex. Beautiful Alex. Tell us about you and why you're here. Hi, uh, my name is Alex. I'm actually in Pennsylvania. And the reason why I wanted to be part of this group is because 
like Bonnie, I was extremely nervous and I kind of wanted a nudge and Andrea suggested and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll totally do it. But also I feel the more I've been part of this program, the more I realized the lack of just like women's circles and women interactions, because I think it's really becoming kind of a forgotten art because everyone is so obsessed with success and just being, you know, ahead of everyone in competition instead of actually vulnerability and competition, you know, and collaboration, not competition. So I kind of just, the more I'm going through NS program, the more I realize like how important that aspect of femininity is, which is connecting to other women. So if other women can hear it, then I could help in some way. Like, that's why I'm here. Yeah, beautiful. The three of you are going to become mini celebrities in this group because I'm sure, you know, women will be joining be like, Bonnie, oh my God, Bonnie, I've heard. Or like, Alex, I've heard your interview on Claimed and that's why I joined and all of that. And so, oh, so beautiful. Thank you, Alex. And yeah, you're right. You know, I feel like, because we're so obsessed with hustling and doing and, and things like that, we've become much more, I guess, individualistic in that sense. And it's all about, you know, what I want and my goals and things like that, which is not bad, you know, but knowing now what I know in terms of evolutionary psychology of women, how women connect and, and how important it is for us to be together. And, you know, it is a forgotten art, like you said. Women's circles have been done, in, especially in red tents and during bleed times and all of that for like years and, and thousands of years and so now I mean they're still they're still done like I have been part of a women's circle in my group and I always recommend to women to go to like you know put in your Facebook or Google you know women's circle in insert location and then just go and, and connect with other women so yeah and in a way I like that you're bringing women's circles because I think in the program every Q&A call I should stop calling them Q&A calls, every group coaching call we have, you know, twice a week, three times a week. It's really a space for us to come together and discuss not only men, obviously a lot of the work that we do is about men relationships. Um, but I feel like, you know, in the program, what I say, it's like 70% of the work, it's about us. It's about you. So it's not about the men. It's all about you. And yeah, I, I feel like, you know, we are creating this women's circles two, two, three times a week that you can just come and, and be yourself and bring up all the subjects that you want. So, all right, beautiful. Thanks so much, Alex. All right, so we'll move on now to what I'm really curious about is Andrea has touched upon it a little bit, but let's start from the beginning, right? Let's start with like, because <laughs> I know, I think all of you have been in the program and maybe you can mention this for a couple of months now. Let's start from the beginning. Like, how did you find about my work, you know, and, and what brought you to you know, either you Googled or you saw a Facebook post, maybe on Instagram or whatever, maybe through the podcast. Like why, right? Like what was the situation before? What was that, that challenge, I guess, you were struggling with? And then what were the steps that you took to find a solution that brought you to, I guess, the webinar and then the discovery call and then the program? So I'm really curious about that. So let's shuffle things around. We'll start probably, uh, let's start with Bonnie and then go in a circle. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think I told you on our discovery call, I'm pretty sure internet cookies are to blame for how I found you. <laughs> because I was starting to explore. Well, let me see where I want to start. I had not dated for about a year and a half because I had been in a very... I would say traumatic, but it was just a sad, heartbreaking 
breakup with somebody I had been with for five years and I thought I was going to marry at some point. So I was basically in my own recovery for about a year and a half working through that and not feeling like dating at all. So I was going to therapy and, and getting a lot of value out of that. But I think I started searching you know, certain keywords online and somehow your webinar came up, maybe through Facebook, I can't remember. And as soon as I saw how it was described, I was immediately interested because it talked about femininity. And that was something that I wasn't really in touch with at the time. And I watched your webinar immediately while I was watching it, I decided to sign up for that discovery call. And we had a great experience on that. I mean, I didn't know what to expect when I went into it, but you had us drop into the body and try to get out of my mind and into my head. I'm a huge overthinker. So that's actually a first for me. I mean, I've tried meditation before, but getting in touch with your feelings and your sensations is a lot different than thinking your way through something. So after that, and I remember on that call, we talk about archetypes and archetype came up for me of this naked goddess like woman standing on the beach. And she was just, you know, embracing all the power of the ocean. And I was like, where did that come from? You know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's what came up for me. And I realized Something needs to shift because I was getting dangerously close to just becoming complacent. I mean, I didn't want to trust men. I felt like I couldn't trust men and that I was so nervous and fearful about dating again. So I knew it was kind of like a now or never moment that if this program resonates with me and your message resonates me, I need to go ahead and do it because, like I said, I was getting so close to just being complacent and being like, well, this is how it's going to be, you know? And I didn't want that for myself. I do want a life partner. And I also wanted to figure out what was going on with these past relationships because I've had a few very long-term relationships where I did think it was moving to marriage. And, you know, learning about the lie of female success and Feminine and masculine polarity was a completely new concept for me, believe it or not. I'm 35, and I had never heard of that. (laughs) So I was just very, it just resonated with me, and I I had a feeling that it was what I was looking for. Mm. And it's been a great journey so far. I have been in it for a couple months. I think it's three or four months now. Mm-hmm. All right, don't spill the beans yet. Hold on, okay. hold on on that part. Uh, we're Stop going, me. Yeah, we're going step by step here. Yeah, so quick question here, Bonnie. So what I'm hearing is, you know, internet cookies and you, you were dealing with a breakup and in your own recovery. You did not feel like dating anymore. And I know we've talked about this. And a lot of women actually come and start working with me because they're like, I'm so burnt out with dating. Don't feel it. Don't want to do it. I think this was Alex's kind of story as well. And so... We talked about an archetype, you drop into the body and you were just feeling it. You knew something needed to shift and you couldn't trust men. So that's number one. And I love that you said now or never moment. So I want to talk exactly about that moment because, you know, there's some women who jump on discovery call and they either don't trust themselves, they trust the process and they don't go for it. And so 
I'm curious, what was it for you that you made a decision to invest in yourself and embark on this journey? Have you ever done it before? Because I know you actually, Bonya, you didn't sign up right on the call, which is um, Andrea did and Alex did. And I would say 95% of women who are in the program, they sign right on the call. And that's what we do. You know, I'm like, you know, now or never moment. It's like you get on board. Of course, if you want to think about it, you can. But most of the time, it's like, if women tell me I want to think about it, most of the time they're not signing up. And with you, Bonnie, I actually marked you as not signing up. And then you signed <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's funny. funny. And then you came back, I think, after a day and you said you want to do it. So you, you kind of, a, I guess, um, a, a special case scenario. But I'm really curious about that. Tell me about that moment or that 24 hours that you were actually thinking about it. And then how did you decide to do it? Well, to be honest, I was feeling like I wanted to sign up right then, but I'm the kind of person, like I said, I analyze things and I was like, okay, well, let me digest everything that we just talked about and what we did and take into account the investment part of it and just give myself, you know, 24 hours or something just to think about it. But honestly, on our discovery call in my head, I was like, I'm going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) So I just like taking a step back sometimes and you know, considering things before I jump in. So it really was, even after within the 24 hours, I I was just thinking that it would be a great investment for me and would help me with that energy shift that I was looking for. So... Did that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, it did. I mean, you know, I, I get so many women who say that to me, and a lot of times they do not sign up. As I said, a 95% of the times they sign up on the call. Sometimes they do, but a lot of the times, like, time creates doubt, and then they start overthinking and saying why they shouldn't do this, la, 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 whatever, you know. But in your case, you actually did. I think you mentioned you just felt into that, and I think, did you do some, some embodiment stuff or something like that? Then you signed up. Was that the story? No, I didn't do well. I can't remember honestly. I because yeah. I had already started reading some of your medium articles, and I one of the ones I saw from the very beginning. I should have mentioned this before was your feminine embodiment practice. Mm-hmm. And so before we even got on the discovery call, I had already started okay. doing that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't know that I did it in those twenty four hours, but I was really enjoying that process, and that was something that I had never done before. So. But I'm sure that'll come up later in our call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thanks so much, Bonnie. Okay, let's move on to Alex in Pennsylvania. So, Alex, what I'm curious, what was your experience? If you rewind back, tell me about, I'm really curious about your situation before. What were you looking for? What was the challenge and what was the solution you were looking for? And obviously the webinar and the discovery call and why did you decide to sign up? It all started, like in the last few years, I was working seven days a week because I had this goal of repaying my debt for optometry school. And I was so obsessed with that goal. I was working all the time. And my last relationship, I kind of literally fell into it because it was convenient and because I didn't have time to date. And I just realized a lot of my life, I spent kind of avoiding dating altogether because I was just afraid of it. And because you know, later I've kind of discovered I had some limiting beliefs about dating, which came from, you know, my childhood that I was just really afraid of it. And so instead of kind of dating, I would find any excuse not to. 
So all my relationships were just out of convenience or just friends. And, you know, like it wasn't really like dating. And I ended up realizing I just kept finding excuses. So that idea of, you know, like, oh, I'm paying debt and I have to work seven days. It was another excuse. But in March, right before kind of my office got locked down, I paid off my debt. So I had no excuses anymore. <laughs> and then I couldn't work because everything was closed. <laughs> and I ended up also going to my sister's family in California for a month where I was surrounded by my sister, my niece, my nephew, like that whole dynamic of a family. And I was just like, oh my God, internally, I feel I want that so much. And I knew for years that that's really what I wanted. And whenever I would talk about it with other people you know everyone said like oh you know like when you end up you know your residency or when you are done when you start working everything will just come together and then I realized nothing is going to come together if you are hiding behind all the things that you end up adding on your plate um, and I was like, that's not going to happen if I'm just going to be locked in in my apartment talking to walls. <laughs> <laughs> and after I came back from California and started working again, um, it was um, like Memorial Day weekend where I was in nature and I was on the beach and I was meditating. And I just got to the point where I just felt like the sense of loneliness and I just realized, like, this is not the life that I want. And it's like, if I'm going to, like, find a partner or have children and just create the life that I truly wanted since I was 15, <laughs> um, you know, like, I actually have to make that a priority. And because before it was everything else was a priority. My work was a priority. You know, my debt was a priority. Like, all these goals were a priority. And I was like, they're not making me happy. What I really want is just to feel loved, be surrounded by people that I love and create something that actually makes me happy. So I was on the beach. I started crying. I was just, oh my God, what is wrong with me? I am broken. Like something, like I cannot make relationships work. I don't even know how to date. I'm 35. <laughs> what is going on? Like this is not acceptable. So it was a very emotional day. <laughs> I had a long conversation with a couple of my friends and my sister. And then literally when I got home, I opened my Facebook and I found Anna's, you know, introductory just message. Had no idea what embodiment was, had no idea who Anna was, <laughs> had no idea, like anything that I was just like, oh, this woman sounds interesting. The first like reason why I even started reading it was because of your last name. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sounds Eastern European. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was like, maybe she has an accent. That's kind of curious. I don't know. <laughs> so I started reading it and it resonated. And one thing that you said there. You know, a lot of women, they're looking for masculine men. They're very confused in this society because things are just kind of breaking. But you're not broken. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> five seconds ago, I thought I was broken. But this woman is telling me I'm not broken. And I was like, well, let me watch this introductory, you know, one hour video. So I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, there's more resonation. Like, this is great. This is exactly what I was just thinking. And then she said, like, well, if you're interested, um, you know, like have the discovery call. And, you know, a lot of times I've, you know, like I haven't done a lot of different coaching things, but a lot of times, 
you know, there's a pattern where, you know, you go to a free, you know, like video and then you go somewhere else and you have to pay for it. And I was like, it's a free, you know, like a discovery call. We'll just talk one-on-one. You don't have to commit to anything. And I was like, wow, if a woman actually is interested in getting to know you, you know, and talks to you for an hour and cares enough to actually, you know, find out your problems without expecting anything. I was like, well, I'm curious to know this because, you know, that resonates too. (laughs) And then when I got onto the actual discovery talk, you know, we talked and like, I think I shared all the same things that I just shared. And I just had the same feeling where, well, I have nothing to lose. (laughs) So like, I, you know, and I have the money. (laughs) And so what's the, you know, like, if, this is going to be a priority in anything that you want, you need a coach. And it seems like a convenient, you know, convenient moment that I just discovered this today (laughs) after thinking that something needs to be corrected. So that's how I signed up for the class. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And was it a big decision for you, Alex? Or was it like, it sounds like it's no brainer. It's kind of, you just went with it. I, I mean, it was, it was just something like, I have nothing to lose. And right now I just don't want to feel Mm -hmm. the way I was feeling. I want to find and learn a different way, you know, and just like, and I knew at that moment that I couldn't actually learn it by myself because I I read a lot and like, I read a lot of self-development books, but you know, there's reading and there's actually experiencing it with other people. And you know, sometimes you just can't learn things from just a book. You need something else, kind of like a guide to yeah. to to tell you what is, you know, what you can kind of learn that you don't know yet. And that's what I felt like I discovered when I was talking to you in the discovery call. Yeah, great. Thank you. So what I'm hearing from you, one of the things that jumps out from your story, Alex, is, uh, well, first of all, you know, I I don't think you told me about this moment at the beach and you were feeling broken, but I feel like for a lot of women, they feel the same way. And when they start going through the program, I actually have a big slide there. You're not broken, you know, and there's nothing wrong with you. It's just you, you have not had or learned the tools to actually deal with this and, and figure this out. And in my approach with coaching, that's why here we're just, you know, I'm, I'm part of you, right? I mean, it's a partnership, how I look at it, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just that belief that I have that, you know, when I look at every one of you during the discovery call, I'm like, she has everything she needs to succeed and figure this out. She just, my, where I step in is literally like a guide, you know, not someone who knows it all. Like, in fact, today was one of my hardest days, I think, in the last six months, you know, and I, what did I do? I dropped on my knees and I flowed for like 45 minutes. And then I like put on my makeup when I was chatting with all of you. I'm like, all right, I'm just putting on my makeup. I'm five minutes late, whatever, you know, and So I'm just a woman like you who happens to have the tools or learned this specific modality of feminine embodiment. And I feel like that's what I I felt exactly like you, Alex, and perhaps Bonnie and Andrea resonate with that. When I found my coach, you know, when I found the woman that I want to learn from, she just gave me that sense of just total acceptance, you know, that I'm not broken. There's nothing wrong with me. I just don't have the tools, you know, and here are the tools and it's going to be okay, you know. So I love that you're saying that. And the other thing that you're saying that really stood out to me is that you made that a priority. And every single woman who who is in this program really made 
figuring out relationships and men and polarity or whatever a priority, you know, and, and these are exactly the women that if you're listening to this and you've made the, because I think all of the women in this program came to the point where like, all right, I'm, I'm done. This is not working. Or they have feelings like, you know, you're, I'm broken or whatever. Like, where's the solution? I got to find a solution, you know, and you really have to make this a priority. And my sense is that the sooner you make this a priority, the better it's going to be. A lot of women put their career or business or whatever, you know, you, it, it's all excuses, as you mentioned, right? Like the career, the mm -hmm. business, you know, p paying my debt and all of that. And then you realize, well, once that's done, what's at the bottom, you know, what, what remains and what remains is I just want to be happy. And so what I find with a lot of women who are ambitious and successful, like all of you and me included, it's like, we tend to kind of disregard men and our love life because that's going to figure itself out, obviously, eventually, you know, and then we come to the place, not for everyone, but a lot of women who have really focused on their career and disregarded their love life come to the place or like, uh, well, it's, you know, I have everything I want and, and I haven't been paying attention to this area of my life and this is where I am. And if I had been paying attention to that, you know, 10 years ago or five years ago, I could have been you know, living the life that I want, like how you're feeling now with men and everything around for much longer. That's why I'm so passionate about this work, because I'm like, you know, time, the clock is ticking, you know, and, and the sooner we make that a priority. And I feel like even in the media today, you know, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, that's going to figure itself out, you know, but it's not going to figure itself out, especially because we live in a world where media, as you mentioned, you know, it's all about, you know, toxic masculinity, and it's just basically... I, it reinforces our limiting beliefs about men in relationships. So, and I think I talk to, like, we discuss this all the time in the program. So, yeah. So, Alex, congratulations. You made that a priority and you took the step. And we're going to talk further about what are the results. And obviously, the results are great since you're here and you're willing to share that. Um, did you want to comment on anything I said, Alex? No, I, I think I'm good for now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, you're in agreement with all of this. Okay, great. Awesome. All right, so let's move on to Andrea. Andrea, tell us your story. I, I also remember our discovery call. So tell us your story of, you know, what was the challenge and what were you looking for and how did you stumble upon my work and then the webinar and obviously the discovery call. You already mentioned this already. So maybe we just talk about, you know, how did you come to find my work and why did you sign up? Absolutely. Um, so one thing that I didn't touch upon before is, you know, I was raised to be this successful executive working at a big company. My parents always taught me, don't focus on a man or a family. You need to be independent. Take care of yourself. So always coming from this like ambition and structure and discipline. And, um, you know, in my job and my career, part of my role as a leader is to always be in control and to think through all those things. Um, and I'm a very before, very, very busy person. And I put everything and everyone before myself. So in that webinar, when you said, you know, here's a woman and she's successful, you spoke about your story and you said in, in photos, we're smiling and we're like, oh, we're successful. I don't need a man. My life is great. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a poster child for success. But really, when you peel back the layers and you really get vulnerable and ask yourself, am I really fulfilled? Am I really happy? Do I want the life that I have? And um, you gave me the power to know that it's okay to say, I want to be married. 
it's okay to say, I want to be a mom. A lot of the women that I'm around and I love my friends. I feel so grateful to have this amazing circle of women that surround me, but we pride ourselves on being badass, strong women that don't need (laughs) men. And oh, when we get together and we start drinking, we like bash men. (laughs) That was before. So you know, for me, I was scrolling through Facebook. I was always so busy that for the first time in my life in this situation, I wasn't busy. I was at home more. I was sitting with myself more. I don't watch a lot of TV. So there was a lot of stillness and quietness. And I didn't honestly know how to be still. I didn't know how to sit with myself. And I'll never forget, I was scrolling through Facebook And I just felt so like, what the hell am I doing with my life? What? I'm 38. I'm sitting on my couch in this beautiful home, but I'm lonely. I I felt like Alex, you know, I, I was lonely, even though my neighbors are right next door and I have girlfriends and friends that I hang out with, but I just felt lonely and scrolling through Facebook and your sponsor, it said sponsored on Arova popped up and I'm like, Huh. And I never, I'm telling you, I never click on ads ever. I'm like, oh, whatever, stupid ad. I like, gotcha. Whatever. I gotcha. <laughs> and I'm so happy. I'm so happy because I'm telling you, when you said there's another way, I was like, oh yeah, right. There's another way. I was kind of like, what is it? I don't have to feel anxious. I don't have to feel like tired all the time. Because I, I was like, I'm freaking exhausted. I'm trying to keep my language clean right now. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And, you know, when I was sold, I'm going to be honest here. It's when I was reading or filling out the questionnaire. Because the questions you asked before our discovery call, I was like, wow, here's a woman that, like Alex said, I just felt your heart, like your genuineness to share this with other women and to show like, you don't have to feel so tired. Like something's wrong with you. Like you're broken. And I'm like, wow, the time that you put into asking those questions. And when we got on the discovery call, I already have my credit card in my hand. (laughs) um, I'll never forget that that moment for me, because I was like, you don't know how to feel something or how something is on the other side that you've never been, right? So how do you feel something that you've never been there? And when you had me drop in, I've never, I think I even cried in that Mm -hmm. drop in um, because for the first time I felt like I deeply, deeply felt my body. I felt my heart. I felt like, it's like I felt my skin for the first time. It was this crazy moment And you had me go through feeling and embodying how I was feeling stressed, anxious, closed off, unavailable, busy, lost. And then you told me to move my body in a way that, you know, you accepted those feelings. But how would it feel to not feel that? And I think that's when the tears started to flow because all of a sudden I felt my body like open up. I mean, physically like open up and I literally felt physically lighter and I felt less of this and I felt more of my heart. And from that moment, I was like, oh my God, I don't know what just happened. 
I want more of that. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was amazing. All this is new to me. I do a lot of personal development. I've done Tony Robbins in the past landmark every year. I invest in myself to do something for me, to help me personally as a leader, as a friend, all a daughter, all that stuff. And I was like, this is something that was so different. And I am so happy. I said, yes. And I'm so happy I found you and clicked on your ad. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thanks so much, Andrea. And you know what you're saying? Oh, you know, when I do these discovery calls and this, this work, you know, it really speaks to like what's underneath all the layers of success. And I don't need a man for so many women, you know. And so we're riding. I feel like we're riding that. All of us, me included, we're riding that wave. I mean, I'm running a business, right? Like how many women are in the yes. program? So it's freaking hard, you know. That's why I like dropped on my knees for 40 minutes today. I'm like, how the hell do I do this, you know, as a feminist woman? Because it's bloody hard. <laughs> Uh, so I'm there with you and, 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 you know, we like, we're rising the wave of this like new age feminism where it's like, you can do it all, you know, and you can be there and you don't need a man, like whatever you can do, you know, and all these pictures and everything, <laughs> this superwoman syndrome. Right. So, mm-hmm. and then when women like you, you know, read the message, watch the webinar, and get on a discovery call, something speaks to like the instinctual nature within all of us what's at the bottom of that that's something that a lot of women have told me on discovery calls that they can't actually voice this out they can't voice out that oh my god so what was it two two weeks ago i posted on my instagram that i'm craving another baby the yearning is inside of me and one of the women commented and said oh my god thanks for being so honest and open i'm like when did when did having a baby (laughs) become like an in you know publicly openly saying that I want another baby when did that become some sort of a you know not even a taboo but something you can't say anymore I'm like excuse me I didn't know this was like not okay and what you said you know I want to be married I want to be a mother like being a mother is like built in into our bodies I think Bonnie you've we've we've shared um we've discussed this in the program when you were like I didn't I didn't think about my body was designed to create life and all of that because we're so much in our head and busy busy working this modern life but like that design that yearning is in all of us um whether you know to a degree obviously some women don't feel it but a lot of women do and if we you know it's the same thing when i think about this you know in cultures where sex for example is totally taboo like i know in japan that's why japan has such a huge underground culture of you know, sex toys and things like the craziest sex is happening in Japan. Well, that's because on the surface, so whatever is repressed on the surface that is not talked about is usually coming out underground, right? Mm. That's why, for example, when they legalize alcohol every, or like drugs, even everything just becomes so simple and because people can do it freely. And so this is where, and this is why the message that I, it's not about me even, you know, it's like being channeled through me or whatever. It resonates with so many women because it speaks to the depth of it that's beyond all the layers of success and I don't need a man and everything because deep down inside, <laughs> almost every woman wants to be in a partnership, you know, wants to be that man, not only with a man, but with a masculine man, you know, and with a committed yes. one as well. So 
I love that you're saying this and it's, you know, it warms my heart. Thank you so much. So let's continue this conversation with you, Andre, and then we'll go to Alex and then Bonnie. So <laughs> I know with you, so we already dropped you to the body and then we started doing this feminine embodiment, which was very different. And you had like a crazy, I don't know if it was our first group coaching call when we like started to move. I remember you were like, Oh my God. And you posted this thing. You're like, I just, can't, I don't want to stop. I want to continue this for 30 minutes. So let's move on to the discussion of what actually, so we talked about, you know, why, why are you here? Why did you sign up? What was your journey? So now let's talk about what happened in the program, right? And I think none of you have actually finished the program yet, right? So you're like either yeah. midway through or going through it. So that's great because if you're seeing these results already, like imagine what's going to happen when, when you're ending this and obviously you have lifetime access to it. So, mm -hmm. so it's a journey. So tell me, Andrea, what were some of them? I know there was a couple. What were some <laughs> of the aha moments for you in the program? And I'm curious after that, what are the results that you've seen in your life and specifically, you know, in your dynamics with men? Absolutely. So going off of what I was saying before, I really, because this was a shift for me as well. So I thought of being a feminine woman as being submissive and weak and no power. I, I couldn't imagine that there was any power in that. Um, and really I'm seeing that, gosh, we are amazing, beautiful creatures. And there is a lot of power when we tap into that feminine energy. But at that time I was like, I don't know, what is this feminine energy? So my biggest aha moment, and this is what Anna was speaking to when I posted this in the group was feminine embodiment. I just remember I, I was like, okay, I'm going to get on my hands and knees and I'm going to move to music. All right, let's see how this goes. And all of a sudden it was like, I don't know. I must've done it for an hour this night. And where I was coming from is I was back to work. Stress was coming in. Deadlines were back. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just me. I'm a one woman show. I have all this responsibility. And in the past, I would have just like that would have just stayed with me, those feelings. And I remember I did this feminine embodiment. It was in the morning and I just released, my body was moving in ways that I was like, I wasn't even thinking about it. It was just moving. And all of a sudden it's tears were just streaming down my face. And I was like, I'm a mad woman right now, but I'm loving it. <laughs> And I was moving and flowing and, and not, see, it's so hard to describe because if you haven't done it or had this feeling, it's so hard to imagine that your body is moving without your mind controlling you. You feel so free. And I released all this crud that I didn't know was being stored in my body because you would always say, your body knows how it needs to move. Your body knows it holds on to things. It knows what it needs to release. And I really felt that in that moment. And I couldn't believe that at the end of it, legit, it was like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> and it didn't feel like that. It felt like 15 minutes. And I'll never forget, it was like two or three days before you and I had our one-on-one -on -one call. Mm -hmm. And during our one-on-one -on -one call, oh my gosh, it makes me want to cry just thinking about it. You allowed me to set the intention that it's okay to feel again. And you gave me that gift that 
you know, I would drive to places or drive to work and feel um, this tightness in my body or feel anxiety. And it's almost like if you feel like a hurricane or a tornado in your belly and your body and it's brewing, that it never goes anywhere. So I was just living with that feeling. And feminine embodiment is, it like lets all of that out. It lets the happiness, I've like sat there with my eyes closed on my knees, standing up tall, but yet being so soft and laughing because I'm just so happy. So just all these feelings, um, you know, come out. And that was huge for me because I really feel that's opened me up in in many ways um so feminine embodiment was a huge aha moment and it's just um what i truly feel is a difference between your program and this amazing experience from walking on fire or doing all these other amazing things which are great but i didn't know how to feel and and be accepted in just no judgment for how i was feeling so that was amazing and i really feel like that just opened me up. I was actually in a spot where I was like, all right, I'm ready to date. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. Like, I don't know how to date. (laughs) So, um, it's amazing when you tap into really getting to know your essence and you become open. I could not believe the ways in which men showed up. I was so afraid to ask a man for help in the past, whether it be somebody I'm dating or somebody at work, even because I thought it was a sign of weakness. Like I had to be capable and independent and on my own. And men showed up. They were like, oh my gosh, I can fix this for you. And do you, is there anything else I can do? And I remember telling Anna, I was like, they want to help me? Have I been just torturing myself my whole life? Like, all I had to do was ask, whoa, what is going on? So I just... You know, I see men so differently now. I see myself so differently. And it's amazing how men show up and they want to show up. And it's like, I remember he said, let them be the hero. They want to be the hero. And it's amazing when you allow them that space and all the pressure on dating. I'll never forget when you were like, first of all, my favorite thing is you said, are you just shopping for shoes? We're shopping for (laughs) shoes. We're having fun. be like oh my gosh I'm an event planner that's a lot for them to do they love doing it and all it it took all the anxiety off of it going into it feeling like I'm gonna have fun I'm meeting someone new and I just got to be present with these amazing men and just really seen I swear I was like am I living in a new world what is happening like (laughs) like this is weird people are opening the doors for me swim okay this is my last story and then we'll move on but (laughs) swim class you guys I go to swim class at like seven in the morning okay oh my gosh (laughs) wearing a swim cap my speedo bathing suit and swim goggles it is not sexy by any means (laughs) (laughs) and every morning there's these two men and I'd always like say hi well to get out of the pool you have to really like push yourself up it's so (laughs) Unless you want to use like the stairs, which I usually end up doing because I can never get myself out of the pool. So these men that I'm like, one of them, I smiled and making eye contact. He came over and he offered me his hand. And I was like, thanks. And he helped me out of the pool. (laughs) Come to find out my friend that swims with me. She's like, 
I think he's going to ask for your number. I go, are you kidding me? Do you see what we look like at swim in the morning? <laughs> like, you are like, that's hilarious. Two weeks later, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm not going to see you anymore because I'm changing the time that we're swimming. But I had so much fun. And thank you for always helping me out. Of the <laughs> he's in the water and he's like, oh, it's so cute. Now I think it's so cute because he's like, can I get your number? And I was like, what? In my head, I'm like, what? So I go, okay. <laughs> so he literally gets out of the pool gets his phone, gets my number. And I was like, all right, have a great day. Blown away. I mean, ah. I never thought in a million years. So <laughs> it's just been really amazing, like to feel so open, to have men approach. It's it's really awesome. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Andrea, you need to share that story with us in the group with all the I other will. women. Because I know there's so many more stories that obviously in the yes. men, in the interest of time, we're not able to talk about. Well, you continue sharing them in the group. And that's super inspiring. Wow. I, I love the way you're like so expressive about this. I love it. Um, <laughs> this is amazing. Well, and I'm curious, Andrea. So we talked about, you know, what we, what, what we did and feminine embodiment. It's okay to feel again the tears and all of that and how when you open and let men be men, essentially, they just approach and they do what they're supposed to do and what we want them to do, right? So <laughs> I'm also curious because we, you mentioned that in your work, you know, you were always busy and planning and successful. What has changed in, in terms of your work and how you show up? Have you noticed a difference in <sighs> work in other areas of your life? 100%. I used to, before I understood you, you gave us this insight into men and how they act and their purpose and their mind. So I would always tell people at work, I would say, gosh, you know, I think that man doesn't want to work with me because I'm a woman. I literally would say that like he, he's not listening to me. I've stopped that. I've allowed men to help to collaborate. And now because I'm working with limited resources, as a lot of us are, and there is so much camaraderie, collaboration, and teamwork. And I will tell you, in the industry I'm in, I'm an event planner responsible for a team planning events for two casinos on the Strip. And right now, we're one of the departments bringing in a lot of the revenue. That's a lot of stress and pressure. And I was able to actually ask for help, trust men. Bonnie, you spoke to that. And I had that challenge that was one of my limiting beliefs I had to work through not only trusting men in dating but trusting my co-workers and I feel less anxiety and less stress it's amazing it, it's been huge and a big part of that too is putting myself first in the mornings instead of everyone and everything because I show up differently with a different energy and ready to receive and it's nine day that's awesome Wow. I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> women listening right now, you should totally like, I don't know why their applications. Well, obviously I'm recording. This, I don't but either. Like, there's going to be a moment where I'm going to release this and I'm just going to see applications just coming in, coming in <laughs> one by one. Discovery calls booked up and like we're signing up. So if you're listening, you're not doing that yet. You should totally like girlskill.com slash apply yes. is the place to start <laughs> if you want results like Andrea oh my gosh Andrea thank you so much I love the stories thank and you I mean you know stories like yours and 
like that, that that's why I do what I do and it's not some sort of an, and what you share what you're sharing Andre like just re, I think Irina which is a funny story we've had Alex and Irina they went to high school together and then they oh, met yeah. in this group it was hilarious <laughs> Irina shared and this is time and time and again I hear this from women it's like oh my god is this like magic is she asked is this gonna last like what is this about you know and it's totally like it's it's a total mind shift it's a totally like a new world and the the most amazing thing is that it starts with us you know it's not it's women sitting there some women sitting there and waiting for men to prove themselves waiting the men to show up waiting for men to start being masculine you know but when you shift around it's like it's all in me and it's all in my beliefs about it and if i shift and change and if i focus on myself first and just allow them to be who they are things start shifting so it's not magic it's just you're doing the work you know you're <laughs> trusting the process you're doing feminine embodiment you know it's you did that you know and we talk about the concept mm -hmm. of radical responsibility so when a woman takes radical responsibility and then just follows the processes and what's in the program things start shifting and happening and not only with men obviously but in your work and in your in your life as well so beautiful. Thank you so much, Andrea. Really appreciate it. And your stories are just hilarious. <laughs> so let's move on to Bonnie. Bonnie, you work in a male-dominated industry. I don't know how much you want to share about that because I know some details are <laughs> private. But I'm really curious, in your um, in your experience in the program, what were some of your favorite moments? And then let's talk about the results um, that you've seen as a, you know, obviously at, at the end or while, while doing this work. Oh my gosh, I have so many aha moments. <laughs> I've been jotting while we're talking. I've been thinking, you know, and let me see if I can put them in a good order. The first aha moment actually happened on our discovery call because you, when we dropped into the body, you know, I was, like I said, I was very closed off. I didn't want to trust men. I didn't feel like I could. And then you had me we went through the process, you had me release that. And then I remember you asked me, well, how would it feel if you could? Mm -hmm. And we started talking about, you know, I would feel calm, I would feel relaxed, I would feel cherished, respected, wanted, and that I wouldn't have to take on all of the control myself. And just, I, we always use the word surrender. And it gave me such a calm feeling. And, and you were like, well, this is the value of embodiment because the feelings within you. So focus on, I'll always remember you said, focus on how you feel around a man and not so much what you're thinking, what's in your head. And if he, if while you're around him, you feel this sense of calm and like, what we were talking about, then that's a good sign. And you should trust that that's your intuition. And, you know, I've always been, like I said, that person who's thinking three steps ahead, worst case scenario, planning <laughs> everything, analyzing, you know, I need to do this, 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 and this. And I actually always took a lot of pride in how organized I was, but I wrote something in one of my action items. I'll just read it. Um, because it really, I was reading it today and I was like, that is such a good release for me. And it says, letting go of the need to control releases me from the self-inflicted responsibility to make sure everything works out correctly <laughs> or in the best manner. And then I was like, that's a lot of responsibility to shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so 
that's why I always talk about energy shifts, because for me, it was always like holding on to control. You know, I need to be able to anticipate what's going to happen. And I remember on one of our Q&A calls, I was talking about I'm in a new relationship and I was talking about how I wanted to have that conversation of like all our past relationships and what happened and, you know, what went wrong. <laughs> and, and you basically spun it around and you were like, well, why do you feel the need to know all that? <laughs> and I had already told you, um, I'll just say his name's T. He, he was more of the mindset of, I know that's important, but I also just want to live in the moment and I just want to mm-hmm. focus on us. And prior to being in this program, I probably would have tried to keep pushing for more information and, you know, try to get those answers. And instead, I was like, I took us, I was able to take a step back because of the work that I've been doing. And I was like, you know what? You're right. We'll just let things come up as, you know, if if they come up as we go, but I'm not going to sit here and badger you for information. So another aha moment I had was during the free webinar, which was I realized that I was viewing femininity as a weakness. That was my my concept of femininity. And I started thinking about, well, why is that? And I was looking back on my childhood and I just remember my dad was always kind of the stronger, more opinionated person in my life, whereas my mom would just take a back seat. So And she didn't really have her own opinions, it felt like. So I was always, I kind of just gravitated toward the more masculine role model because I felt like, okay, well, that's the strength, you know, that's how I'm going to succeed. And so I feel like I just focused on that. And it's like what you say, you know, go, 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 do, 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 (laughs) achieve. And going through your program, it's apparent to me now that femininity is not weak and it's actually my natural state of being. (laughs) Um, And it feels really good to embrace that because when you were talking about women feel like they can't say out loud, Oh, I do want a man to take care of me. Or I, I do want to be in a partnership with a man so many of us are like, no, I can do this on my own. And the truth is, I can do it on my own, but I don't want to. So that, you know, how do I open up my own energy to accept and make space for a man? Because if I'm constantly controlling, nagging, taking care of things, I'm not leaving a space for him. Mm -hmm. And that was a huge aha moment for me because I feel like I used to fall into the 50-50 trap, you know, where I expect us, I would expect him to think, react, you know, um, rationalize like me. And, and it's really not fair to put that expectation on somebody. And so I've shifted now to more just observing and The word curiosity always comes up for me, as you know. So just approaching it with a like a curious spirit instead of constantly trying to identify what everything means and just observing and 
accepting a man for who he is and then deciding from there if that might be the man for me, you know, and just observing. So another thing that was a huge aha moment was the feminine embodiment. Like Andrea said, I mean, I had never done anything like that before. I've done yoga, but that's more structured. The feminine embodiment was just, okay, what is she saying? Like, start on my hands and knees. You know, (laughs) this feels weird. Is anybody watching me in heaven? You know, like, what's going on? And um, it was immediately beneficial because I, I mean, a lot of the women in the group talk about this. I just let go my body just moved however it was going to move and I would get goosebumps because I was releasing things and I've cried as well during my (laughs) feminine embodiment and and I don't think of that as sad anymore like I used to think oh when I cry I'm just sad it was more a release so I've really enjoyed that practice in the morning that's been a huge change for me it puts me into a calm calmer mindset for the day and when I have a issue or a challenge that's coming up I like dropping in and so yeah (laughs) that was a lot of information (laughs) oh I do want to say oh wait I want to say one thing because my boyfriend actually and I did not have a boyfriend coming into this program. So that was obviously I'm, like, well, I'm, huge... I'm waiting for this moment, yes. Bonnie. I'm like, when is she going to bring that up? <laughs> the most important thing as a result. Well, shockingly, I mean, I had just started the program and I was finally opening up and I was like, OK, I'm ready. You know, I wasn't necessarily ready for the dating apps, but mm-hmm. I was putting that energy out there, as you say, and being open and receptive. And I just so happened to meet somebody through some mutual friends around that same time. And he's told me since then, like, he he just noticed my energy was really open and attractive. And I, you know, seemed like a happy, beautiful woman. And I wouldn't have been that way, you know, a month before that. I would have been closed off. I would have been suspicious. I've been like, don't talk to me, you know? (laughs) So I really appreciate that because, and I went to the party thinking, oh, if I meet somebody, I meet somebody, but I'm just going to go and have fun. And that's another part that's really been great for me is releasing expectations and just being open and receptive. And he's also told me since then, he's like, I know you're a very analytical person and I appreciate that you're carefree with me and, you know, Mm kind of let go. So I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I've never really heard that from anybody before, (laughs) probably because I've never been like that. (laughs) But I really appreciate what this program has done because it put me into that place where I, I could notice somebody who was interested and had something to offer and you know from the moment I met him he was very in his masculine energy I mean willing to lead make the plans take care of things wasn't asking for anything in return you know didn't mind paying like it was so refreshing because I could let go and 
at the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, am I ready for this again? You know, <laughs> I just opened myself up and I've already met somebody. But obviously it's going very well because it's been two and a half months. And Anna always talks about, you know, letting the man lead. And like I said, the control is a huge issue for me. So just letting him be the one that brings up the exclusivity conversation and, you know, allowing him to do that instead of me trying to control. Mm. I actually think that has been the biggest benefit because it gives him the chance to do it himself. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of aha moments, a lot of changes. Yeah. Well, wow. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Bonnie. And, you know, I just want to mention something that I, you know, we discuss on every single um group coaching call pretty much like you know with me it's it's such a different it's a shift that you live in a different relationship with with men you know since the moment you start dating and the work never ends and I'll just give you my example like you know I'm dealing with my own personal stuff at the moment and I'm just like and I'm noticing how am I you know, I've been doing this for a while, you know, I've mastered the polarity in my marriage and everything, but it doesn't mean that like from then on, it's like smooth sailing. I had to stop multiple times in the last three days to actually kind of be like, oh, oh my God, I'm trying to control, I'm trying him mm. to tell things. And, you know, so it's, it's constant work, but the more you drop into the body and so it's a skill, right? It's like a muscle. So now... I'm just noticing, you know, I have been totally unresponsive to, to like, like I, I on like today and yesterday, I just dropped the ball on everything, on laundry, on food, on life, just like whatever. I'm just going to be in bed, honestly. And so I was in bed until like <laughs> half an hour before this call because I just couldn't take it anymore, you know, and it was, it's hard. Like life is hard no matter whether you're like a coach or whatever. And I'm a woman like you. And so... And what I'm noticing, and it's it works the same way, whether you're dating, relationship, or marriage. Like, we've been married for three years, and we have a baby. And so, when I lean back, it's like he always steps up, you know? He mm. sends, me a, sends me a bunch of messages like, oh, here's the pin for the new card. Go and buy yourself some clothes. Oh, well, he, go, and, go and get massage. He just messaged me. I have went and, like, put in all the food in the cart for groceries online. Do you want to add anything to that, you know? I'm going to take care of the... So I'm just sitting there and, like, being in awe of this man that just freaking shows up, you know? And I'm like, wow. And and that's because I didn't try. I just let go and I said, I can't do it. Hands up. I'm giving up for a few days, you know, and I deserve that. And then things start showing up for me. So... I love that you're saying that, Bonnie. Thanks for sharing that. And I love that story that, you know, you just let him. And, and I, I bet it's not only refreshing for you, but it's also refreshing for him. And I don't know if he's told you that, but my sense is that so many men are just like, oh, my God, this woman is like, I don't know what, what the hell's going on with her. But like, whatever you're doing, keep doing that, you know, because it's really um, it's really enjoyable. And with us, that's why we don't have so many fights. You know, he always gives me compliments on, oh, you don't stay angry all the time. I'm like, yeah, no, because I have my practice that keeps me going. And, you know, I just drop into the body and release. So amazing, Bonnie. I'm super excited <laughs> for you and seeing what, what comes up for you next. So beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, girlfriends. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, you're listening to the episode. 
But I quickly wanted to jump in and let you know that I have prepared something exciting for you. If you're interested in polarity, femininity, and how to embrace your feminine and how to attract primarily masculine men in your life, this announcement is going to be very useful for you because I'm talking about my signature uh, training. Uh, I'm like, how do I describe this experience? Because it's really an experience, you know. This is a signature training, my one-hour webinar that I've put together. And it honestly, it's it's been through a few iterations in the last two years. But I feel like this is the best yet training of mine that didn't come from, you know, reading two books and three courses and like coming together in a copy-paste thing that I now advise women to do. No, this has come from me, my own lived experience through my dating life and through finding and attracting the masculine men of my dreams and then marrying him and creating a family. This also came, yes, indeed, from a lot of research and learning and courses and coaches and, oh my God, you name it. You know, it's been a, it's been a journey of five years for me about that time. And also this has come from my clients. So the previous training, how is this different if you've signed up for another training of mine? which was the live female success, by the way. This is different because this is now coming through a distillation of my work one-on-one with women who I've helped get to that place where they're just attracting better men and they start attracting better masculine men and are on their way to actually to a relationship eventually. Not only masculine, but also masculine committed men. So if you are in a situation where you're attracting men that are less than desirable, let's say they're feminine men who don't want to lead, don't want to take charge, and men who are unavailable, then this training is for you. I will have to call all this training, how to start attracting your masculine committed men, basically in 30 days or less. And in this training, I will share with you some of the key things that I've learned throughout this journey that are helping. That's what my work with women is based on. So in this 60-minute training, you'll find the number one reason why you're still single and can't attract a committed masculine men. It's not what you think. How to break through the panthers of attracting unavailable or feminine men, as I said, and find your blind spot so you can attract the men you want. How to master the feminine masculine polarity so you start feeling taken care of, claimed, and finally be able to let go of control and uncover the lie of female success that's keeping you stuck, exhausted, and unfulfilled, which means in masculine energy all the time. So you can start living in freedom and joy and much, much more. So if you're interested, go to girlskill.com slash web sign up and I can't wait for you to see this training and to let me know how it went and by the way there's no replays for this so make sure you select the time that you can show up and be fully present all right I'm gonna jump off and you continue listening to this episode all right let's move on to our last lady to share um (laughs) Alex so tell us you know what were your aha moments in the program and what was the result I know you have shared quite a few stories. I don't know if you share want to share one of them or a couple, but let's sure. see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously one of the biggest aha moments, and I've had a lot and I'll share some, obviously. And embodiment was huge. But unlike these two ladies, it was not that quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, when I signed up for the program and the first day I got like so excited I went like I listened to the first two you know the first module the first two lectures and then the exercise was drop on your knees and start moving I was like what what just happened what the hell am I doing like what is this for like is this what are we going to do for the next like 10 weeks like I don't understand (laughs) 
Like, is this some kind of scam? Like, I don't understand. Maybe I should say that in the beginning of the program. If you feel like this is a scam, please give it some time because it's not. It's not. Um, but I was one of those people. I'm similar to Bonnie where I'm like, well, you know, I sign up for this. I'm just going to just do the whole thing. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to like, this is the assignment. This is what I have to do. I'm like, I don't understand it. I'm just going to drop on my hand and knees. I'm going to start listening to music, try to feel things. <laughs> Six weeks later. <laughs> So I've been doing it for six weeks and it was originally I was doing it for five minutes, 15 minutes. And I was just, I don't understand it. Mm. Like I'm moving, like there's music, I'm feeling things, but I, I just don't, I don't understand. Maybe like this body was not meant for this. <laughs> and then I think I got really, really just overworked at like it was just really busy at work just because everybody started coming back there was a lot of patients and I work in a very masculine type of environment where it's like you have to do like there's these numbers there's just like I always found that at work I was just getting into a masculine space a lot and there were two days where I didn't do the flow and then I realized that I was just becoming a little bitchier <laughs> and just meaner <laughs> and something just felt really off. So I came back and I was just like, this is not right. This has been a horrible week. I've been just overworked, overwhelmed. I feel like everyone is angry at me. I think I'm angry at everyone. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try this flow thing because, you know, <laughs> I didn't do it for the last two days and I started doing it. An hour later, <laughs> and this was the first time I tried it for an hour, but something happened. It was similar experience to Andrea, but six weeks later, uh, <laughs> it was a malade bloomer. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened where it just, my body finally kind of opened up and accepted feminine flow for what it was. It wasn't about thinking. It wasn't about just doing it for the sake of checking off a box <laughs> and doing it. It was really just to experience and release all that frozen tension that was building up. And I think when I was using it as an exercise versus like actually trying to feel, I was really doing it from my head space, not from my body space. And you can't do embodiment with a head because <laughs> that kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose. But that moment, I just... I don't know. I was very emotional. I started, I think I started crying. I was doing it and I just, I literally felt my muscles just like opening up and being released. And I felt like the knots in my back just went away. I started doing these like almost yoga dance poses where I I just could feel like my body was opening up and feeling very flexible. And I just felt like my heart space was opening up. And I just, since then, I've been doing it like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 45 <laughs> minutes. I don't miss a day because it just, I, I don't know, like I felt there was this huge shift and it, it's like my body, like for lack of other word, embodied embodiment <laughs> and just let it in. <laughs> Um, and I don't know, I think it just started changing the way I was observing things, the way I was feeling as a woman. 
the way I was just interacting with people. And it just even the way I started approaching this program, just how I like I how I function every day. So that definitely was one of the biggest aha moments. But there was also other ones which were, you know, I think more with like relating to work with oneself. I felt like when I started this program, I mean, one of the hardest modules is number two, where everyone gets stuck sometimes for weeks. That's going to be the very part of this experience. (laughs) Have you done module two yet? (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's it's kind of, it's like the best of times and the worst of times. (laughs) But when you go through it and if you're alive and you are, like things start to happen. But I remember one of the biggest aha moments was when I was in module two and I started working on my inner girl story and my just, you know, limiting beliefs. And I felt like one of my limiting beliefs I realized was that, you know, it was kind of a joke in my family that everyone, like my mom, my grandmother, my my sister, not so much, but like she was part of that spectrum they were all married and um, my grandmother didn't get a divorce, but really probably should have <laughs> just because it wasn't a good marriage. But my mom got a divorce. My sister had a really bad first marriage. And my mom was always making this joke since I was a kid that, you know, all you have to do is just get married first, get a divorce and find a real husband. <laughs> and <laughs> in my head, I was just... I don't want that. I, I find like if I'm going to marry someone, I, I want this to be a partner. Like I don't want to go through, you know, this idea of finding someone just so I can divorce him so I can find the real guy to be with. I mean, like this is not the life that I want, uh, but it was just kept being instituted like kind of in my head where I like even when I was approaching relationships when I was young, I had this idea like. You know, if you're dating, your first love is going to be very hurtful and it's going to end. So what I ended up doing, I would close myself up and never really be myself with men because my expectation was, well, you're going to be with a man. He's going to hurt you. So protect yourself. Um, So I felt like throughout just my, you know, like teenager and even adult years, I kind of started separating myself into these two characters where on the inside, when I really think about it and feel that I'm like this, you know, beautiful goddess that I can, you know, really contribute and be loved and love other people. But when I come out into the world, I'm this little shadow that's really invisible to other people because I've created so many walls just to protect myself from anything happening to me where I could actually feel And that was just a huge point, which I didn't know I had. And that was one of the the things that I found out through the just uncovering, you know, limiting beliefs and things about myself. Um, So that was a huge aha moment because I didn't realize that one of my beliefs was that I wasn't good enough to be loved and love Mm. equals hurt. (laughs) So that was just, I don't know, when I was going through a program that was just like some things once I understood that things started changing because at some point I realized 
if all these things, you know, that I believed are not there, I can actually be completely authentic self because I always struggled with, you know, if I'm this kind of shadow outside, I'm not really truly being myself with men that I'm attracted to. Uh, I'm kind of this invisible person and I think that I'm not good enough for them. And for me, I just like I literally it's almost like I would put a, a mask and pretend to be someone else, someone that I thought they wanted instead of being actually myself. So I would end up either being in these situations, like situationships where I would be either obsessed with these people that, you know, were not really into me just because I was really into them, or I would be in relationships where it was very comfortable. So, because I just didn't care. So I was just with these kind of weaker men that didn't do anything for me, but because I could be myself, it was easier. Mm. And I just found that through this program and working with understanding myself better, I can kind of combine, you know, my vision of who I am internally with this person that I present to the outside. Um, and it's been transformational because one of the story, I just feel that I've been just more myself and it's not something that I try to do anymore. It's just comes out more naturally. So, you know, a lot more men started approaching me, which something, you know, usually wasn't the case because I would always had my headphones in. I would always read a book. I'd be like, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, I'm finding excuses to date. So I'm just going to like keep reading like <laughs> headphones, maybe a hat, like forget about makeup. I was like, I don't want to be one of those pretty girls because they're terrible, but I really kind of want to be part of them, but I'm not going to because, you know, scary and it's not what I want to be, but really I do. Uh, <laughs> stories um, in our head. They're like, right. That. And I was like, oh my God. And it was like so, so into my headspace. But what I ended up just realizing is even though it's scary, and I think I deal with a lot of these internal fears that are not really real, <laughs> um, the only way to work through the fear for me is to learn how to be authentic a hundred percent or to actually feel how I am when I'm inauthentic and change that because I started noticing in interactions with men or other people doesn't have to be men it just I started literally feeling physical either pain or tension whenever like I start not being myself <laughs> so it's been very interesting it's been so, you know, like I went on a date with one guy and I just realized I went into this older pattern where I was like, oh my God, he was so cute, blah, blah, blah. I'm like mask on. And then suddenly I started feeling just tension in my body and my stomach. And I just felt all these red flags and before I would totally ignore them. And suddenly I was like, oh no, like something is going on. What I have to change something like something is not right. And then I'd be like, okay, Alex just stop pretending, just be yourself, just say what you want. Like what is going to happen? Is he going to judge you? If he's going to judge you, who cares? Like just say what you want because otherwise, you know, being myself, you'll probably get into your head and overanalyze it for weeks afterwards. <laughs> and, you know, four years. Also, four years. Oh my God, with me, it's probably be that case. <laughs> but 
honestly, you know, I've had so many stories and I've shared with, with a group I've had, you know, men who would suddenly appear and just ask you out, out of the blue and then create these dates that are wonderful, you know, with itineraries. And I'd be like, this is amazing. Like I've never, you know, had these amazing dates and before, and some of them, you know, they start out amazing, but then sometimes it really wasn't good. Like, for example, I, I started seeing a guy, you know, like I was dating him for a few dates and he was, you know, like very sweet, came up with beautiful dates, like a little too long, which was kind of also a red flag. I was like, man should, you know, have some time to do his own purpose, not just focus on eight hour dates. That's a little weird, Um, but they were wonderful. I had so much fun and, you know, and for like the first four dates, it was great until I've noticed then, you know, suddenly this man started um, being very insecure and kind of started talking about crying. And I just immediately came out of this, you know, like, oh, I'm a feminine woman that's being protected and like, led by this man to suddenly I'm like oh I feel like a man in this real you know like (laughs) this day and I'm like I don't want that I hate the way it feels in my body (laughs) or another date uh, you know like another guy who approached me and he was actually you know he came to the clinic where I work and suddenly he started you know I remembered him from a few years ago and he just started saying like something is about you change it's like there's this energy i just want to be around you and you know we went on a date and it was great and then you know i got sick and i had to cancel my, our second date and suddenly he started being extremely pushy like just you know texting me saying sweetie honey let me bring you this let me and usually you know i'm like it's okay for the man to help you but there's kind of just boundaries and I just definitely felt in my body like you know those boundaries should not be crossed Mm -hmm. and it just it feels wrong and before I would have totally ignored those things so I just felt like throughout this class it's been you know you're learning about yourself I think more than you're learning about men and through learning about yourself you can attract men that you want but it's also you're learning about you know, setting boundaries, learning what works for you, how you feel. And you're kind of combining like what you really want to feel all the time with how you actually present yourself to the world. And that's probably the biggest aha moments that I've had. And it's all with embodiment and basically going through module two a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I think you summarize it really well, Alex. Um, and just by listening to you, ladies, because obviously, you know, I've come up with this and I thought about this, but then when it gets kind of distilled through you and your own experience and the results and, and then you telling that back to me, I'm like, wow, yeah. So, you know, obviously there's different parts to this that I've integrated, embodiment, beliefs, men, dating and relationships, learning about yourself. So obviously this is a process. Um, there's so much I want to I wanna comment on um, what you said, Alex, and like you've really thought about this. I love it. And it's I, your story, what you're sharing is very similar to mine because I've, 
once you shed light on the beliefs that you've had throughout all of these years, what you learned in role models and things, and we talk about all of that, the factors and the influences that actually contribute to our view of the world and our view of relationships and men. A lot of the programs that I've done in the past, you know, I've worked with like limiting beliefs about money and limiting beliefs about the world or myself or whatever. But this is really about men and relationships. And a lot of women don't even realize that they carry that within them. And thus, you know, when... I am on a woman with, on a discovery call. She's like, where are all the good men? And that's actually the title of one of the Facebook ads that, Andre, you might have clicked on or Alex as well. <laughs> it's, and I'm like, yeah, that like you're asking this question because in your belief system, you, you believe internally that there are no good men around. And thus you attract those types of situations and men and, you know, everything around you, like, you know, open up, what you know, start Netflix. What do you see on Netflix is that men are toxic. You know, everybody wants to get into your pants and that's all they want. The story of a, a just an average guy, you know, who's a good dad and is trying to make a living and everything. Nobody cares about that, but that's the majority of men. And so... When you have that belief system and you're unaware of it, of course, these are the men that you're going to attract, you know. So once you start shifting that and changing that and then together with embodiment, you know, I love how it's kind of like super complicated, but you went through that and explained it super well, where it's like combining your inner self that knows the amazing self that you are with the outer self. And then, so your authentic self can come in and then you're checking in with yourself constantly about how you feel. And that's what you said. A lot of the times after you practice embodiment for a while, that's why it's a 10-week process. And I love that you're sharing that in the beginning, Alex. You felt nothing. Like, why am I doing this? And there's so many women now in the program are like, this is stupid and strange. Like, I don't understand. What is this? Like, what am I in kindergarten? Dropping your hands and knees and move your body? You know, but then you have to trust the process and give yourself 10 weeks that I've promised that, you know, it's, it's a process. So, and then through that, your body becomes so much, so Basically, what happens in the first, I guess, for you, Alex, and everyone is different in the first six weeks or so for you. It's like you keep doing it. You don't understand it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, a story in your head. But you keep doing it. The body starts releasing and sensitizing. And at some point, it came like the connection happens. You know, the, what you said, it's like a combination of like inner and outer. And you become so much more attuned to yourself because you're turning the volume up on how does it feel. And so when a man starts being a little bit pushy or a little bit too long, like your body knows before you do, right? And like your mind has to catch up. It's actually very much primal and instinctual. You know, it's like we're all animals, right? So, you know, when animals in, in, in the wild, they, you know, they either fight, flight or freeze, your brain doesn't have the time to think about it. You act because there is danger. And so that's what we're doing in the program. We're like connecting back to ourselves and to our instinctual nature so that you can you can feel that quicker. And Alex, that you said that before, I didn't even feel anything, you know, or like listen to my body. And now he starts saying something before you even start coming up with a story and a hundred million scenarios. You're like, oh, that doesn't actually feel right. Let me communicate that or let me act on that mm -hmm. and then make certain steps. So I love that. So thanks so much, Alex. Oh. We're coming to the end of our show, a show episode. This has been so great. I love it. Um, everything you're sharing with me and, you know, just hearing your stories just brings me back to why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And I should keep doing this because because of you, you know, and, and really supporting you through the journey. So I guess we're going to end with one last thing for women listening. So let's just imagine there's women listening, whether they're commuting, doing something, whatever. As I told you, like there's a lot of listeners 
Francisco is going to listen. We're going to listen to that. So for women listening who are struggling with perhaps the same things that you were struggling with and who are considering like looking for a solution because obviously they're listening to this because they're curious and interested. Why would you recommend, and let's just not even talk about signing up for the program, but just signing up for a discovery call, taking that first step and then trusting the process. And yes, let's talk about signing up for the program. So imagine a woman on the other end who's struggling. What would be your message to her and why would you recommend stepping on this journey? And uh, let's start with Bonnie. (laughs) Why would I step on this journey? If you're a woman and you are struggling with finding a reason why, you know, maybe you haven't had success in your relationships the same way that you have success in your career and you're thinking you're doing all the right things and, you know, presenting yourself to the world in a way that would be desirable but maybe you feel stuck. Like my biggest thing I just keep going back to is I just felt so stuck, you know, and I would just recommend opening up, like Andrea said, to another way because, and, and having that curiosity to explore that within yourself and just give it a try because this program has just opened up so many doors for me and new ways of thinking and appreciating femininity and masculinity. Like one of the things that I didn't realize I wasn't doing before was what Anna calls appreciating the masculine journey, you know, and that just all goes back to my distrust. So just realizing that there may be another way to approach relationships than the way that we've been doing it and you know shifting your energy and exploring your inner self and limiting beliefs are huge and you don't stop to think about those on your own so (laughs) because who wants to go there you know but the modules and the way that Anna has the program set up it's just like very it's step one, step two, step three, and, and you only go at the pace that you want to go and, and you make time for it when you can, but it's so beneficial because if you're, I mean, like I was just, like I said, I was feeling like I'm on a, I'm on the edge of just staying the same and kind of not moving forward in my life. And I'm just so happy that I signed up and especially just for the discovery call, because going into the body and embodiment, I mean, that was the first time I'd ever done that. And having someone tell me, you know, it's okay to admit that you want to be taken care of, (laughs) you know, it's okay to admit that even though in your, maybe in your career, like honestly, I'm in a male dominated industry, I'm in the construction industry it's very competitive, very what we call like showboaty, you know, oh, who's who's in charge here, you know. But um, <laughs> so being able to switch that mindset in your personal life and opening up to a masculine man by shifting your shifting into your femininity, which I wasn't really accepting before. So I guess. Just give it a try. That's my message. (laughs) 
you know, listen to the webinar, read some of her articles, do the discovery call, see what you think, and just try to be open. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Bonnie. Uh, let's move on to Andrea. What would you tell women? What would you recommend uh, signing up for a call and then joining the program? You are so worthy. You are so worthy just because you are. If somebody would have told me that before, you know, that was another powerful shift. And and I was sitting where whoever, whatever amazing, beautiful, intelligent, courageous, strong woman is, I was in your shoes. I was in that spot and I had no clue what I was getting into. Um, but you deserve this. There is great power in feeling and embodying your feminine and whatever block is on your mind. At first, for me, it was finances. Um, There's no greater investment than yourself. And just like Bonnie mentioned, Anna, the way you structured this program, it's amazing. It's I, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to say this. I'll never forget. Before I gave my credit card information, I was like, I was trying to negotiate in an awful way. <laughs> I have to apologize right now for the whole world because you know what? I would have paid tenfold, which you're probably like, oh my gosh. But no, seriously, <laughs> like I look back and I'm like, foot in mouth. Like, I can't believe I asked that because to me, you can't put a price on this experience. It's it's opened up so many things. And just like Bonnie said, there is another way. I know you don't think there is. It's, it's crazy to think that you don't have to be tired. You don't have to be stressed. You don't have to be exhausted. You don't have to do everything. You really don't. There's another way. And it's physically lighter. Um, the other thing is time, If or which there are a lot of women in our group that are so busy, very ambitious. We, we all wear many hats throughout the day. Um, the structure is so amazing. And, and Anna, you actually encourage us. This is one thing I love, that there is no goal. There is no outcome. Like Bonnie mentioned, expectations, you release all of that. And that's something that's been really liberating to me is that you know, I can go at the pace that feels right. We talk about a lot of these feeling like it's not like Alex said, something you have to do, um, which, you know, I've met a great friend in Alex. I mean, we were just FaceTiming yesterday and Bonnie, I'm going to FaceTime you girl. Cause I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I love this woman. And you're Let's living in San it. Diego where I want to live. And <laughs> You're just exposed to these amazing women and Anna, you show up for us and you are so genuine and your heart. I'll never forget after my discovery call with you, you posted this raw live video and you cried because you spoke about how powerful the discovery calls were. And I, I was in that moment and I remember the discovery call and I think I commented, I was like, now you're making me cry again, but it was just (laughs) that that connection and you know we don't have to be right or wrong and we don't have to be you know we go to work and have to be this certain role or person you don't have to wear that mask like Alex said you can just be your authentic self and get to know who is this who is this woman and fall in love with her all over again so Go for it, ladies. You have nothing to lose. <laughs> oh, my God. I should just send all these Thank women you, to Anna. you, Andrea. You can have my discovery <laughs> calls. 
actually a real yeah, offer. Let's talk. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because, oh, you know, I, I have obviously, um, you know, the best women who like the the best salespeople or whatever to do discovery calls with other women are the women who've gone through the program, you know, um, and I've had to yeah. learn to do discovery calls all on my own. Yes, it's a sales call, but it's a really powerful conversation that I've had with all. I didn't know how to do this, you know, so I had to learn everything. <laughs> and so, yeah, like expect and I'll be, I'll be, you know, um, getting on my team and hiring more women as we go into the future. So wow. I'll, I'll let you know when that opportunity shows yeah. up. So yeah, but I can already <laughs> see you. there's what a great, 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 great <laughs> potential there yeah okay wow beautiful thank you so much andrea i really appreciate it and last but not least Mm -hmm. alex what would you say to the women listening what would you recommend i mean honestly like i would recommend you know women who are kind of questioning the place in their life uh to just try it because you know everybody wants happiness but sometimes people don't want to do the work (laughs) But I think it's a gentle path to finding, you know, just to finding, you know, your own happiness by kind of realizing, you know, some of the darkness, because you can't have both, (laughs) you know, you can't have one without the other, but you also have to just understand um, and just learn. And I think Anna has been so wonderful in just, you know, exposing you know, exposing us to just this, honestly, like a completely new world. I mean, I'm now 36 and I am like, I haven't learned all this stuff. Like, how come we didn't have that in yeah. high school? You know? yes. um, but it also, like I said, I, you, you know, one of the things that I was really looking forward to being in this program is the relationship with other women, because I found that like one of the things, um, you know, I was afraid of pretty women. I was afraid of feminine women. Uh, So a lot of my friends were not. And I found that being in this program, it also allows you to connect with beautiful women who are going through the same thing. And it's literally like a wonderful women circle that you just, you know, hang out with every, you know, few (laughs) days. And it's literally sometimes, honestly, like, there are weeks where the work can be so overwhelming that I'm like, oh my God, today's the, the coaching call. I'm like, great, I'm going to see all my friends. <laughs> but you're just, I don't know, it's transformative. You're growing, you're seeing other people's grow, grow. And it just gives you the sense of being in a community and being in the supportive community um, that just allows you to actually experience things and learn things about yourself. So I feel like every woman honestly should have this class because <laughs> they just, I think women really need to have a guide, you know, earlier when they're just a teenager, when they're just going through their puberty to tell them like, you know, like life isn't just about hitting some successes. It's also, you know, relationships and family life is just as crucial because Without that, I mean, like, what's the point? (laughs) You know? So I think people should just experience it. All right. Thank you. The three of you are on top of my list of recruiting to do discovery calls with women. So um, (laughs) 
you know, if you think of a change of career, hit me up and we should talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Bonnie, Alex and Andrea. And for all the women listening, if, if you are ready, and I really encourage you to sign up for your discovery call. First, there is an application and uh, schedule your call and then we'll get you started and enroll so you can join these beautiful women on these calls and in the program. So go to uh, girlskill.com slash apply. And if you haven't watched the webinar, then definitely watch the webinar. But if you don't want to watch the webinar and you're ready, just apply right away. So we're going to finish here. Thank you so much, ladies. It was really beautiful to spend this time with you. I will see you in the Facebook group or on our next <laughs> group coaching call. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so much. You girls. Thank you. <laughs> All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed listening or watching to this episode. And if you did, and if you resonate with most of the things I'm saying and you want to learn more and you want to finally start attracting masculine men, I have an invitation for you. So as you know, I am committed and passionate about helping successful women attract and keep committed masculine men. So I have a personal invitation for you. If you're resonating with everything and you're ready to step up and invest in yourself and take things to the next level, I would love, love, love to talk to you and see if you would be a fit for my work and what I do. And so basically what I'm doing is I'm inviting you and it's a personal invitation If you, only if you resonate because I don't work for, with everyone and I'm not here to just, you know, make a quick buck and whatever. I'm here committed to your result and I will make sure that we go until the end and that we get you the result that you want which is start attracting better men so I invite you to sign up to actually apply for a free discovery call with me it's a call that is one hour long and what we do is we talk about your current situation where you are today and what's wrong quote-unquote wrong with your dynamics with men what you don't like and then we're going to talk about what you really want and where you want to get and at the end if I find that that's a good fit I'll tell you what I do and I'll offer you to join us and uh, how we could work together so just to give you a bit of context this is this experience is all about and what I'm going to offer to only if I find that that's a good fit is about number one putting yourself in the best position to start attracting committed masculine men and not through tactics and techniques or tips tricks whatever but just by being you and understanding and appreciating men thus creating a deeper relationship with yourself as a feminine essence woman and attract better committed masculine men number two it's all about letting go of overworking perfectionism and the need to control by overcoming your limiting beliefs patterns and obstacles to rediscover your worth and enoughness and rebuilding your faith in your own voice in your own decisions and exploring your boundaries and so on and so on number three it's all about letting your body lead stop overthinking and start trusting your gut and your heart when it comes to making decisions expanding and embracing your range of emotions cultivating sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it and i know if you're here you understand and you know that the path to your masculine man who's a conscious healthy man is through you it's through embracing your feminine nature it's through running with the wolves and embracing your wild feminine side and actually gaining power from it and a healthy masculine man will only be attracted to that if you get to that place yourself and last but not least it's all about becoming deeply connected to yourself as a woman understand what true femininity is exploring deeper levels of intimacy and finally becoming free lighter and open embracing basically the feminine side of polarity because again this is what your masculine man wants and 
It's all about stop living in the masculine energy by pushing, doing and choosing all the time and start living in joy, freedom and your wild nature where you can surrender, where you can finally let go. Trust me, this is an amazing place to be and it's easy and joyful and it feels natural and feels like a woman. So if you resonate, go to girlskill.com slash apply and there's going to be a short survey, step one, just apply there and then the next step is to schedule a call with me. It's going to be an hour. We have fun on this call, so I hope to see you there. And my, my calendar is booked for another, I mean, booked. My calendar is open for another week. So go ahead and do that. If you don't see times that are available for you, make sure you email me because I'll always make time for you to make sure that you get your spot. All right, girlfriend, keep running with wolves and I'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>